Okay, I was gone for a minute, but I'm back now. Sit the fuck back down. Sit like everybody nowadays, Hollywood. I was like that now. I'ma show you motherfuckers how to act now. I'ma show them how to act. I'ma show you. I'ma show them how to act. Okay, now picture little Bobby, just a younger run around with his man's hammer in his hand, feeling like a man. Run, motherfucker, run. Put a pole, pole, get the gun, put it to your brain like goddamn. Everybody know you ain't about it. Everything you talk about, 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 about I know I can live without it. Red light, stop, green light, go. Everything ain't what it seem like, motherfucker, I know. Hold up, what you mean? Where you been? Bitch, I've been in. This is merely the beginning again. What you been living in? The box under the bridge, like everything the kid is looking for something. Welcome to the Igloo. The third podcast of the season. Giants gotta get your. We'll get into it here. It's uh, Ryan. We got uh, Goat Punishment here, uh, representing the 419, and uh, West Stains Massive, your reigning champion. Uh, we thought we'd do a little draft day pa- uh, podcast here, and we're gonna do about 10 or 15 minutes pre-draft with some. Uh, predictions um, and then after the draft we'll get right on and we'll do some reactions we'll we'll base our uh, or we'll compare and contrast predictions to what actually happens um, and we'll give an outlook on the season here um, I think let, let's talk about just a couple of things that have happened uh, before the draft and, and we'll kind of give our own take on it here uh, just give me like your 30 second uh, recap your feelings on the uh, the the lottery party, the drafts, the draft order, because we already heard Brian and Eric talk about this, but I want to hear your take on the draft order, the draft party. Uh, what are some storylines going around the league going into the draft here? What do you think for us? Well, the party's fun. I mean, I'm glad everybody came out. Um, as far as the order, I feel like there's no everyone wants to talk about which picks are the best picks. And uh, I don't really see it that way. How do you see it? I mean, there's upside and downside to every draft position. You have to, you've got to sack up and adapt your to your Mm -hmm. to the position you get. That's the way this league is. This league is built on a certain set of values. One of those values is randomness and luck. Uh, Some might call it luck. Yes, we like that. So if you're drafting first, like. Then take a good guy. I mean, now, I mean, I get, I do, I, I guess there are some caveats to that. I mean, there's nobody that's like, I don't know, who's the best fantasy player ever? Like Ladanian Tomlinson. Uh, yeah, he was pretty. He's pretty sweet. Who else was uh Who's like the best running back? Yeah, uh, ever the, was uh, like Cadillac Williams. Or uh, how how good was Randy Moss when he was at the height of his career? Yeah, but I don't think like there was Vikings. a guy that was both like the cons- like a consensus number one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Ladanian Tomlinson like destroyed the league for like five straight years. Mm-hmm. But like now, there's not really a guy like you that. Had, like but the uh, the Ray Rice, uh, Maurice Jones Drew, Adrian Peterson era. Yeah, Adrian Peterson was was yeah. good like that for a few years where you just knew you're just gonna take him. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a bunch of guys that are the same. But it's like. If you're first, then you're gonna get a, to back to back that, and this, you know, mm-hmm. on the on the on the way back through, what that'd be the third and fourth rounds. Like you're gonna get four picks and, and in the, the top, top thirty-seven. Yeah. Like that's pretty good. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna sit around and complain about that if I'm Eric or whatever. Well, like, I want the ninth us, pick. That, the ninth pick is optimal. That, that like, come leads on, us to, uh, to give talk me a break. Just about you know, uh, 
what do you think is the best pick in the draft? Like what spot do the you pick? Think I have is? that's the best pick. Which is what? Where where are you? Uh, I'm. I don't even know. <laughs> Eighth, ninth. I think I'm ninth. Yeah. That's how much I care. That's how many Fs I give about my draft position. Yeah. I don't even know what it is. I think yeah. I'm because a lot of it there's there's keepers ahead of me. Uh, so let me ask. Let me tell you this. This is what I'm really surprised about, and maybe it's I'm I'm too close. I've still I'm still in the afterglow of the victory of last year. You do look very. But let me let me say right this uh, for somebody like Eric, uh, who who's won twice, right? He's won twice in our league. Perhaps he seems awful concerned about where he is. You know, last year he right, had he started making excuses about oh yep, I didn't like yep, this first pick, yep. and that's my that's what I don't like. It's like. Dude, you get the first pick. That's great. Use it to your advantage. You yeah. get a bunch. You're gonna get four really good guys. Yeah, dude. Like you're gonna be able to cover basically every position. I feel I feel liberated going into this season, dude. It's like when you go to acquire the fire, and they have you lay all your Pearl Jam CDs on the altar. I've never had that experience. You go home, neither acquire the fire nor Pearl Jam you go CDs. Home and you're on high. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. So let's talk about who Eric's gonna pick. Yeah, I was gonna ask you predictions for let's let's get a couple of predictions for the first couple of picks of the draft all right here. let's let's talk um, about eric's history with the igloo <laughs> eric wants to view himself as this like calculated guy mm-hmm. i think there's a very good chance he just blows his load and gets baker straight out the gate do you think he's gonna pick baker i i think there's a very legitimate chance he picks baker Mayfield just ver- just first and says you know what he just gets excited he he thinks, you know, hey, Baker's one of the top, you know, three or four court QBs. Yeah. QB's obviously a very important position. He's got his Browns boner on hard mm-hmm. already. He's mm-hmm. taking Asher to preseason games. You know, like, <laughs> he is so pumped right now. I feel like he could just be sitting there. We're 20 minutes till draft time. He's sitting there in his in his, in his his white T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And he's getting with, himself. With his dog next to him. Right. And his beard's a little bit long. His he, wife is his in the other room watching little, The Bachelor. Right. And he's getting himself geared up to click that Baker pick. Yep. Uh, so you think he's going to go Baker over uh, number one? I think he's probably going to go uh, David Johnson or Michael Thomas. Uh, maybe an outside shot at like Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I think there's like eight guys he could take. Like, really. He's not going to take Le'Veon. No. Uh uh, you know he might take Rodgers if he wants it. Like he, if he wants a quarterback, and he, I think if he was going to take a quarterback, thing. he would take like Deshaun Watson. Dude, there's no way he's taking Deshaun Watson over Baker. There's uh, no way. We're so, talking about Eric. Yeah, We're talking about Browns. Like that's true. Hard on, like in a person. So we had Eric at number one. Uh, ben is stuck with Ezekiel Elliott right now. He claims on GroupMe today that Dude, he had what? no idea uh, that he kept Ezekiel Elliott. I I don't believe that. Uh, and then we have Pete at three, who is picking somebody, and then Gribben at five. So I think probably in the first five picks, you know, we've got three people picking David Johnson, Michael Thomas, and Baker Mayfield going one, two, oh, three, dude. you know, three, two, one. Actually. I would seriously, no, I don't, obviously I don't know what these other people are going to do. So yeah, you got Eric, Eric, Pete, Grib, uh, your brother. What are the Nick. chances my brother ends up with uh, Connor, James Connor? be reason very reasonable for him to do that um i just am thinking of those first three people they're all they all got that browns they got that browns fever and i I would not be surprised to see baker just go right away (laughs) just and i dude i would honestly consider taking him at nine depending on there are certain guys i don't really want to take well i was gonna ask you it doesn't really matter because no one's gonna hear this till afterwards i don't really want 
I really don't want Tyreek. Devontae Adams is like okay. Oh, well, I was gonna ask. Michael you Thomas if... would be attractive. Juju would be attractive to me. Connor would be attractive to me. Uh, Rogers would be attractive to me. But like, I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get two good people. So it's like whoever's there, I'm gonna mm-hmm. take the best one. But it's like. I would seriously consider taking Baker just first and just being like, here's how I'm going to ride. I'm yeah. ride or die. And he's got strong keeper potential. That's the other side of this is like, okay, so you get a guy like that. And he, what if he has a season like Mahomes had last year and he just, he's, and he's a keeper. Like you make your life easier in the future because you can keep him possibly. He could get yeah. better. Yeah. So I would, dude, I would totally, I, I kind of hope he's there. I was going to say, what happens if Eric doesn't take Baker Mayfield? When When is the first, and you know, Tyler kept uh, Odell Beckham Jr., but what's the first Brown off the off the board? Uh, when does that happen? Well, Baker and you? Chubb. Baker and Chubb will go quick. You first think, couple rounds. Uh, yeah. And then, well, OBJ's gone. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis won't go. The next until, couple rounds. Yeah, he'll yeah. go mid-rounds. Njoku will go yeah. mid-rounds or late-rounds. Um, who's the first person to take a defense? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think I think it's Ben. Might I be think me. Ben Ben took a defense last year first. I think he took the Cowboys last year. I don't, I don't want to say he was the first one to take a defense. Typically, that that um, trophy goes to Aaron. Yeah, she's not in our league this year. Uh, okay. I, I want an era grievance as well. Speaking of Aaron, I want an era era grievance. Uh, I was listening to the podcast that Brian and Eric did, uh, I think yesterday or the day before I was mowing my lawn and, um, Eric had said something about wanting to get together after the season to celebrate the winner. Yeah. Which I think sounds amazing. I was actually kind of disappointed that there wasn't more celebration around me winning. Oh, I think that's every winner has that grievance. I know that it's like typically like when I'm when I don't win, you know, I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah, they want who cares? Who gives a shit? You know, but like I wanted I wanted it to be like the end of Rudy. (laughs) You want people to like lift you up, lift me up on their shoulders, carry you off the field, carry me off the field. Uh, You know, I remember distinctly remember last year posting on on the group me thread as soon as I won and I posted like two two things. And then Pete busted in with the fact that he won his other league. Oh, uh, and he, he like, tried to glory hog. Like, yeah, like he like cut off my my acceptance speech. Right. It's like fuck you, dude. Dude. <laughs> um. Well, you got to realize, John. Here, think about this. It's not a personal thing because, like everything in the igloo, our enjoyment of it peaks very early. Well, here's the thing: is once I win, that's that's a storyline that's now gone. You know, I oh, would right. think that it, I would think if anything, people would, would be disappointed that I won. Right, because they want to keep that you know line I mean? going. As right. disappointed as they might be if, like, Eric left the league. Because now there's no quote-unquote rivalry between Eric and I. Yeah. Or I was seriously considering uh, pulling a John Bracey, winning the title, and walking Just out. Just walking away. <laughs> like, see you guys. Well, the, that's the, the issue now, though, is the league is in a great place. We've set up the league basically the way everyone, not necessarily the way everyone wants it, but mm-hmm. the way that everyone, everyone understands what the league is, what the expectations are, how it's played the rules of the game and we've all accepted that and we all know how to you know have fun Mm -hmm. given the parameters around the league and i think it's you know it's it's in a good spot like everybody's nobody's gonna freaking you know do something stupid or like have an awful draft or just be terrible i mean maybe nick but other than that i don't know so let's let's do a quick run uh a rundown here real quick oh dude it's 9 15 we gotta get in this draft room okay just real quick Tell me what each one of these people are doing right now. It's nine fifteen. 
What is each one of these people doing right now? What is Eric doing right now? Uh, cracking a beer and getting in, getting into this draft room as fast as he can to take Baker. He's downloading projections and <laughs> trying to, uh, he is taking verbal abuse from his wife. That's what he's doing right now. Trying to break away. What is Ben doing right now? Gutting a fish. Gutting a fish. What about Pete? Um, trying to cussing at his screaming children. Yeah, I like that. Hi, uh, Liam. I went home real quick to get another piece of podcasting equipment so that I know that ten minutes ago Steph was going to the bathroom, and I think probably right now Steph is uh, cracking open her cold press pumpkin beer. Oh my gosh! She's lighting a fireside. Would At least candle. it's September. At least it's <laughs> September. It's it's snuggling in with a a wool blanket. Uh, praying to God that none of our kids screams. Um, Gribben, uh, let's talk about Gribben. What's Gribben doing right now? I don't think Gribben's doing. I think Gribben's like making a sandwich right now. <laughs> Turkey sandwich. Yeah, he's putting, he's spreading some miracle a little miracle whip. whip. Yeah, I can white see that. Bread. I can see that. What What about Tyler? Um, I don't know what Tyler's doing right now. He's locking himself in his basement and trying to keep <laughs> Natalie and Elle away from him for an hour so he can draft. Uh, what's my brother doing? My brother is, he's got his beer fridge in the Cigars. garage open. There's a cigar involved. Yep. He's trying to pick out a beer to drink. And um, yeah, that's what he's doing. Uh, what about Nick? What's Nick doing? Um, fluffing himself. Mm. Does Nick even know when the draft is? He does, because I, I told him. Okay. It's amazing to me he, he couldn't go to the league page and look at that information. <laughs> but uh, What's McGinnis doing right now? Putting on his rings and also fluffing himself. <laughs> Putting on his rings, <laughs> opening up six tabs of uh, projections. His spreadsheet. Yeah, spreadsheets. Right, his yep. spreadsheet. Yep, putting on his rings. I almost wore my ring tonight, but I didn't do that. Uh, what about Andy Ziegler? I feel like Andy Ziegler's pouring himself like a nice tall glass of bourbon. Yeah. 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 Ziegler's doing something classy, probably dishing out financial advice to mm. somebody because he's yeah. a good guy yep. and gets involved in that kind of stuff. Which he's I'm watching like. some Tottenham highlights, pouring Dude. himself a bourbon. Yeah. Getting a little upset about blowing Did two. Did they not win today? They blew a 2-0 lead to Arsenal. Oh, hell. Well, uh, it's, I mean, it's it was Chelsea I think it was at the Emirates a decent, decent to, enough point. Uh, yeah, I saw that. To Sheffield. To the blades. All right, guys. uh, That's our little pre-draft roll. Uh, Just a little bit of recap on what's happened so far and and predictions for the draft. Uh, Are we wishing good luck to everybody? Absolutely. Absolutely. Good luck. Good luck to everybody. Have fun. We'll be back with some analysis. I really an asshole, fuck what you say Don't do me no favors, let's get back to basics We live for today, bitch, fuck up out my way, bitch I'm losing all my aces, I'm running out of patience Got some pretty faces, no one what my name is Up in high places, I got some new neighbors They don't really say shit Alright guys, we're back I'm back with John, do a little post-draft recap We are one minute right after the draft ended we want to talk about Ryan. Well, let's just go. Let's go team by team. You want to go team by team? Hey, let's look, do team by team. Two minutes and we're out. Two minutes per team, we're out. Two minutes per team, and then the, the podcast is done. And then I'm going to bed. Then Ryan's going to bed. All right. 
as I predicted, you did predict this. Eric started the draft off with David Johnson, the number ten running back in the league last year. Didn't you love, had a you didn't had, love I, it. Yeah, I feel like you had a pretty big reaction when didn't when he picked it. that. Yeah, I was a little surprised by how the first few picks went down, but I didn't love it. Um, he's just on a crappy team. I don't like guys on crappy teams. I mean, we don't know what kind of quarterback play they're going to get. Very speculative. Yeah, he's he's probably going to get. I mean, he's not a terrible player. He's going to get a lot of checkdowns probably, and you know. But how many touchdowns can he get on a shitty team like Arizona? I don't know. We'll see. He could have had a number of very uh, blue chip receivers mm-hmm. that would have been more predictable and better offenses. That's the way he chose to go. I think it's not like the end of the world. I just not the guy I would pick. Well, who are his choices there? Like we said, we had David Johnson, uh, Michael Thomas. Uh, Devonte Adams. I don't think he would have gone Nick Chubb like Pete did. Yeah, pick three. I feel yeah, that, like that was, was a, pretty. That was a pelvic thrust of <laughs> epic proportions there. Uh, coming from a guy who took who took Baker pretty early too. So I was going to uh, say that's probably. But yeah, I was not expecting the, top, the, the two. I think I, I think Chubb was kind of a reach to be honest. Uh, I think let's look at even comparable positions. I think Connor is more attractive than both. David Johnson and Nick Chubb, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he went, where did he go? He went to Nick all the way down to pick 17. Who else? Oh, yeah, he, he went Le'Veon first. You know, I would have I would have gone over David Johnson and Chubb. I would have gone Devontae, Juju, Michael Thomas, Tyreek, yeah. and probably James Conner. I think all those guys are probably better picks than David Johnson and Chubb. Yeah. But again, they're not, like, separated by a ton, so... Part of what I want to do is is be critical of people because yeah. we have the microphones. The pr- the pretty nice. much the last couple podcasts was a giant like yeah gold bond application like circle gold bond totally. application. Yeah. And it was like okay, good job guys, you guys are real real good friends here. But that's that's my thoughts on the early. So if we go back to Eric's team though, and we're already past two minutes for Eric's team. I I don't know. That's okay. He's got a lot of questionable guys to me. Uh, Antonio Brown again, like ruined his feet. And mm-hmm. has a crappy quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he reached uh, T.Y. Deshaun T.Y. Watson at the end of the second round. Yeah, I don't know. T.Y. Uh, Sony. I like Sony last year. And I know Eric Price watched last year's playoffs. But Patriot running backs, there's a lot of them. Sony does not catch any passes. Now, maybe that'll change this year. But he did not catch any passes last year. He has a very – he can have some very low floor games if he gets 58 yards rushing no touchdowns no catches yeah that's not good you don't want to start that ty love ty listen nobody loves ty more than me i've taken (laughs) ty in many drafts i've taken a lot of colts in many drafts you're playing you're playing with you know you're playing with kid quarterback you're playing like freaking pop warner shit with i don't even know what jacoby Brissett. what's the guy's name he's not andrew luck yeah jacoby so yeah, dude. Good luck getting consistent points out yep. of T.Y. Yep. You may have some 30-point games to avoid, against like, the Jacksonville like a play, or something. Yeah. Right, but like yeah. he's just not startable on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. Corey Davis, John Brown, Willie Sneed, Richard Higgins. Like, yep. good luck. Yeah. I actually – Good like, luck to you, Eric. Maybe instead of going it. team by team, maybe we should just go like round by round. I don't know if that's a better, better way to go, but I just – at least like let's start off by like – talking about like maybe the first three rounds like what are some what are some big like head scratchers right so i feel like you need to uh you need to qualify your baker pick 
Well, all right. So at first, we've talked about round. David Johnson and Nick Chubb as head scratchers. I'm, I'm, I think I'm fine. Go ahead. Go, no, I was going to say I'm surprised that Tyreek fell all the way to the second round. I'm not as surprised by that. By he's a, he's another dude that's that's a little more boomer bust. I think guys like Devontae Adams, Juju, are are guys I would have picked ahead of Tyreek as well because yeah. they're going to get consistent targets on on a weekly basis. You know what you're going to get out of those guys. Um, Le'Veon, again. I would have probably taken Connor instead of Le'Veon, but I don't think it's terrible. Again, I just don't like the Jets. I don't like Bumper at quarterback. Google it, it if you if you want. Is it Le'Veon or Le'Veon? I don't know. Le'Veon. Le'Veon. Whatever. He hasn't. Whatever. I, I just. He's probably gonna get. You know, he's gonna get a lot of the ball, but again, crappy offense. Like I just don't mm-hmm. like crappy offense guys. So then when it came to me. I took Michael Thomas. I could have taken Connor. Um, those were kind I of the two like guys Thomas I was gonna was take. The obvious pick right there. Yeah, I mean, I think he, he's just know, a stud dude that's going to get a ton of targets. Receiver, yeah. I think. Um, Tyreek fell to Brian. Um, yeah, he seemed pretty right happy about that, that which, I I, yeah. I mean, I, I get why he's happy about that. Tyreek's going to have some 35-point weeks, you know? Okay, so right after that, you pick Baker. Now, you accused uh, Pete of a little pelvic thrust with the Browns running back. Talk to us about Baker. Well, okay, so I was picking at the end of the second round, basically. Uh, no, it was the beginning of the second round, bro. Uh, in the second round. Okay, right. But I'm saying my next pick would have been end of third sure. round. So at this point, I think I did this in the fourth round too. If you want a guy, you got to get him. If it's a little bit of a reach, it's a little bit of a reach. But listen, <laughs> I'm on the bake train, baby. Let's do this. Nobody's like the Browns are going to be exciting. I wanted Baker. Like he has a lot of upside. So I, I there's no there's not a lot of other guys there. I could have taken Connor. I was thinking about taking Connor, but I didn't. I didn't really. <laughs> know what the quarterback situation was i was quite surprised if i knew jared goff was going to go as late as he did like yeah. i would have been happy probably i should have just taken connor and then taken tom brady in the freaking last round like i mean instead of taking baker knowing what i know now but i was just like dude baker could be one of the top quarterback in the league like he could be one of the top three guys i want him i'm gonna take him it's like yeah, yeah, he might be the J.C. Penny catalog of quarterbacks, but like, I'm in, I'm in right now. The J.C. So. Penny catalog. I, I wanted, I wanted, like, I think he has a lot of upside. I could, I was going back between him and Connor, but yeah. that's what that's why I did it. I I didn't think he would be back at the third in the third round, mm-hmm. twenty picks later. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would be wrong about that. Because... Oh, I don't think he would have gotten past Eric. Eric at the end of the second round. Yeah, I feel like he would have taken Baker if you didn't. All right, so the Connor pick I think is pretty was pretty good value for Nick. Yeah, that's pretty, I want to talk about George Kittle. Yeah, I think that's a little bit of a reach too. Um, Obviously, Kelsey was kept, so George yeah. Kittle is the first tight end off the board after Ertz. You know, you it could have been Ertz. I just I don't know. Let's look at the guys he passed up on. I guess if you look at it, does does Andy have a did Andy have a quarterback? He did not have a quarterback. He so, did not have a running back so, at the time. So he took wide receiver. He could have gone Dalvin Cook. He could have gone. I mean, well, look at the guys around there. The guys around there all have question marks. Mike Evans, Mixon, Deshaun, Antonio Brown, Keenan Allen. Like, there's those are kind of like not super exciting late second round picks. So I guess if positional relative value, Kittle, you know, there's not the the tight end thing is you know there were not very many good tight ends. I I don't know. I guarantee you that Kittle probably would have been there in the, in the fourth round, third round. That's true. But it's always hard to play that game because you don't, you don't know if you, if you think a guy's, if you want to take a guy, you better take him. And if you, 
you know, it's better to take a guy around early than to not get a guy, in my opinion. Especially if you think he's going to be one of the best tight ends. You know, you can't... Well, that's essentially what you're doing right there is you're drafting him. I mean, when did Kelsey get drafted last year? Second round? Yeah, probably. Probably. I'd have to so look. you're expecting a similar production from George Kittle. Right. Which, again, he's got a crappy quarterback. By the way, Jimmy G is still crappy. McGinnis, in case you're wondering, he's <laughs> been showing his crappiness slowly and surely. Um, so again, it's just a lot of question marks. Dalvin Cook could be awesome. I think that's injury a solid risk. Right I mean, there. a solid choice. Mike Evans. I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, I guess there's we, not a lot there. A lot of vanilla. Right. There's right not here. a lot there. Mike Keenan Evans, Allen, Joe Antonio Mixon, Brown, Mixon. Yeah, like it's just a, Aaron Jones. not a lot of exciting stuff. Yeah. So Aaron Jones, I think, actually probably could have been better than all those guys. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones could have a big year. Is Antonio Brown like do, do do both of his feet work? I think so. Aren't they frozen? They were for a long time, but they're not. They're probably like. Well, uh, I was gonna say they're uh, probably black, but they were they were black to begin with. You know, don't you yeah. turn black like Mister Deeds? <laughs> I don't know if I ever saw Mister Deeds. <laughs> Come on. No, I, I've got something else to say here because I'm gonna make Go fun. Of, I want to make fun of Tyler. A lot of much has been made about our relationship, and we have a close mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. But I think he really dropped the ball with Carryon Johnson over Damian Williams there. Andy got a gift. Damian Williams is a solid choice. Damian Williams is a very year. solid he was, choice. He was, he was I'm not sure what we're doing with Carryon Johnson. I don't like guys named Carry, and I don't like Detroit. <laughs> so I don't know what that's about, dude. We'll have to talk about that on Tuesday when you're back in the office. Four-day weekend got to your mind a little bit. So <laughs> uh, Thielen, I like Thielen. Um, Diggs, I like Diggs. Fournette, like whatever. I I feel like he's kind of got – a lot yeah. of reps yeah. coming. Um, and if he's healthy, whatever. But again, I could have taken Diggs, could have taken Edelman. All that's fine. Yeah. Devontae Freeman's fine. Okay. Cooper, Chris Carson, explain that to me. I thought that was a little bit, a little bit, a little bit quick. Well, Chris, did Carson, you need a running I, back? Yeah. I had him rated higher than a lot of other running backs there. I do need another running back, you know, um, this goes back to the Todd Gurley thing. Listening to Brian and and Eric talk about Todd Gurley made me want to pull my freaking hair out. Um, I, I do appreciate that Brian was backing me up on keeping Gurley. Yeah, but I've been openly critical about that. I know you have, and I try to tell you off the record that I was concerned I know, before you I know did you this. Did. Before you did this, all reports coming out of camp, right? So, like, he he got injured last year, but the rumor is he got injured like game nine. And he's dealing with arthritis in his, in his knee. I get that. He got injured like game nine, and he played like another, I don't know, five or six games and put up insane numbers. Uh, he's had an entire offseason. Uh, word out of camp is that he's dropped a lot of weight. He's a lot quicker. He's Best shape of his life? Best shape is he in the best life, shape of his extremely life? Extremely st- still strong. Um, and so I'm saying that 75% of girly production is still a solid, a solid pick in the second round. However, I wanted to get somebody like Chris Carson to back him up. And, uh, you know, I, I have Chris Carson rated pretty highly this year. Can I make a counterpoint? Go ahead. Homeboy didn't play in the freaking Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. Like he played like six snaps yeah. in the Super Bowl because yeah. he was so hurt. Yeah. Here's my other thing, that's, too. Is that's that a problem is to me. When, is when Gurley went down and he was unable to go, the Rams had no idea, you know, how to – they didn't have a plan for playing with a crappy Curley. backup. Yeah. And now they do. And so I'm not, obviously I'm not expecting the same type of production from Gurley as I did last year. But again, 
I'm expecting 80, 75%, 80, 85% of his production from last year. And that's still like top five, top six running back. I think that's an extremely solid running back. And so with um, uh, DeAndre Hopkins picking up Julian Edelman, that I think is going to be a stud receiver, uh, he always is in, in PPR, and getting Chris Carson to back him up. I think I want to think that I went um, running back, running back. Yeah, so I got Chris Edelman, Carson, and then Ingram. It was my third running back. So I wanted to get a couple of viable running back options just in case. All right, all right. Um, uh, talk to me, uh, real quick about, uh, there was somebody else I wanted to talk about. Oh, Melvin Gordon. Yes. Melvin Gordon. Yep. Right. So he just he got fell, obviously to, like, seek a trade. Right? right. Yeah. So he fell for good reason. Um, again, fourth round, I felt like he was not going to be back around when I picked, let's see, uh, what? 20 picks picked, later. Yeah. You picked fourth in the fourth 18 round, picks so later know. so i yeah. i dude i'm the guy that got stuck with Le'Veon last year like i did not really want to take <laughs> questionable situations yeah. however he is seeking a trade he's not hurt i feel like there's a relatively decent likelihood that he finds a trade partner mm-hmm. that will pay him something more than what he's getting paid now mm-hmm. and if he does he's likely to be pretty good so if he misses a couple weeks I'm hoping, obviously, if he misses 10 weeks, this is a crappy pick. But I'm yeah. hoping he does not miss 10 weeks. He misses a week or two or three. Somebody else fronts, you know, negotiates. They 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 offload him. He signs an extension mm-hmm. with somebody and starts getting the ball. So if yeah. that doesn't happen, yeah, I get it's risky. But he also has upside. So, yeah. And I felt like, okay, look at the guys I could I passed on. Brandon Cooks, Tyler Lockett, Josh Jacobs, Kenny Galladay, Derrick Henry. Like... Those guys can GFYS, man. I don't want any of those guys. So I was like, fine. GFYS. Go F yourself. Oh. Like, uh, I don't care about any of those guys. Like, yeah. Chris Godwin, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Like, there was nothing there for me to get. Now, I ha- I do like Tyler Lockett, and I'm glad that Andy picked him up. <laughs> but, like, you had again, it's like there's just, there's pick, not, yeah. well, what should I have done differently? Somebody tell me what I should have done differently. I don't, I, that's, 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 that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I've got a question for you, and the question is, uh, is the age of the Igloo Fantasy League taking quarterbacks way too early? Is that done? I feel like last, Dude, I year, guess. last, last year we did not – typically, you know, not typically. I remember when I was first in the league that a lot of quarterbacks would go off the first couple of rounds. We Last year it didn't happen. We didn't get very many – like a big run on quarterbacks. And this year, you know, we're in the middle of the fourth round – and only three quarterbacks have been taken when uh, Gribben takes Matt Ryan. Mahomes, and then was Mahomes, it Mahomes and Watson Baker? And oh, Watson. Or I guess Baker was taken, yeah, so four. And Rodgers was taken by then? Who took Rodgers? Uh, Second round? Steph. Steph yeah, took him. So, he was the, so Matt Ryan was the fifth QB off the board. Matt Ryan was the fifth QB off the board, which I think is a good play. And then... Mm, um, I don't know about that. Yeah, dude. Well, he struggled last year. Hold on. Do I need to get out my soundboard? I haven't gotten out my soundboard yet. You got a house of pain? Yeah. House of pain. Hold on a second. <laughs> we'll get to that later. I'm just... I'm surprised. I don't know if I'm surprised, if I'm proud. I don't know. I remember talking at the draft party, or the uh, lottery party. Ziggler was surprised at how many quarterbacks get taken early. And I feel... I mean, five quarterbacks taken in the first three and a half rounds is pretty good for our league. Yeah. It shows some maturity. 
<laughs> some restraint. Here's some what I think restraint. about. Yeah. This is what I think about potentially Matt Ryan right here. The House of Pain. <laughs> That's what I think could happen with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's not a bad quarterback. He had a lot of points last year. But I'm, I point he's like he's a guy that can't move. Yeah. So and his offensive line is can be has not been always very stable. Yeah. He's an he's an injury away. I feel he's like a, his running back is a yeah, little like, suspect. They're just the, the Falcons as a team are I don't know, not thrilled with that. I think he could have gone Goff. There were what are the quarterbacks that Dude, came Goff, off after that? Wentz, Wentz was still Wentz, on the board, who Goff, I think is gonna have a really good year. Goff is I probably would have been on cool with those. Uh who else? Uh, and it's yeah, not Russell that I was think those guys Russell are studs Wilson. or anything, right? But it's like I don't know, Matt Ryan. Yeah, Cam um, was still there. Yeah, I don't know. But again, this is the point of the draft where you start getting into like marginal guys that you're yeah. no one's super excited about. Yeah. So I don't blame people for taking the guy that they think is the best guy. Like that's the whole idea behind the draft. But like I would, I was, I I thought about Matt Ryan because and I've had him in the past. That's mm-hmm. the other thing too is I've been I've been uh, watching his play. Yeah, and he's. He's uh sometimes he's he's great and other times not so much. Yeah, I think he's got he's a swingy he's a swingy type of guy. But uh, again, yeah, all these guys in here are all shitty guys round, to me. Round five, Jarvis Landry taken by uh, Gribben. Is that a reach? Is that a is that a good spot? Jarvis, Jarvis Landry, Landry, I think that's fair. We've like got, David uh, Montgomery, Tyler Boyd. Yeah, we've Tyler got, just uh, likes drafting guys named Tyler. I guess Josh, Josh Gordon in the end of the, the fifth round. The James the James White pick is a good pick by I think that's a stable good value in the fifth round for Andy OJ Howard same thing. Again, I took Duke like he's supposed to get a lot of reps yeah, start to start the yeah. start the season. He's, McGinnis he's obviously liked Hunter Henry. I love my uh, Charger tight ends so. If he's the new Antonio Gates, probably a solid pick there. What about Josh Gordon in the fifth? Uh, I don't know, man. Is yeah. Again, under, upside pick, but like. Over or under six games? Oh, uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. He plays six games. Uh, he just got reinstated. Like, what can he do to get unre- to get suspended again? Like, I don't know. He's already done, he's done it everything. Like four times. Right. Like, <laughs> so I don't know. I can see why people would take him, but I. That's, I'm Josh yeah. Gordon's like. We got Tariq Cohen going in the six. I think is a really solid pick. Uh, he fell to me, didn't he? Did yeah, I take you, him? You, yeah, you got him in the six. Again, I don't know. I don't. I don't want Marlon Mack. I mean, I don't want all these other guys. I didn't want Calvin Ridley or DJ Moore or freaking these guys. I don't know. Dude, Tariq Cohen was a top ten running back last year. Yeah, he's also going to be limited in his touches and stuff. But he's a PPR guy. He should be all yeah. right. Yeah. Again, I just McGinnis um, took Philip Lindsay, which great that he's a top back in Denver. But again, he's attached to a pretty shitty offense. Like there's just all these guys. Some of these guys, I guess you're hoping one of these picks. I did like the D.D. Westbrook pick from Eric in round six. Uh, thought that's a decent pick. Um, but everybody else is just like Wentz, not super exciting at this point in the Wentz draft. Went in the six. I feel like that was a really good. Yeah, that really was good. good that was a good pick by Tyler. I, I, I agree with that. Be a top five quarterback. The Tyler year. Boyd and what was the other one I made fun of for Tyler? Um, Carry on Johnson. Yeah, but I like the Wentz pick. I do like the Wentz pick. Yeah. Seventh seventh round. Cam Newton in the seventh round. I think is pretty good value for Ben. Here's what's interesting here is that like round seven through twelve, I feel like went pretty slow. Seven through ten, maybe seven through eleven, went pretty slow. Here, guys, uh, people. I mean. 
theoretically people are di- are digging in their 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 uh, their rankings. Yeah, they're picking out guys, you know, that they have tabbed who they want. Uh, I was not thrilled with Robbie Anderson pick. Um, yeah, I wasn't thrilled with Sterling Shepard either, but he was the best guy. This I is again like where like Sterling okay, Shepherd so would you rather have Drew Brees in the seventh round or Matt Ryan in the fourth round? Right, I I think Andy kind of got the better deal there. Oh, totally. And 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 Cam too. I mean, Cam loves stats. He loves stats about as much as he likes dancing and posing on the field and bitching on the sidelines when his team loses and, uh, and uh, being no. a bad teammate. I'm but he loves about, skyping fantasy stats. I'm thinking of Drake. I almost said sitting on Oh the yeah, he's like the Drake. He's, totally he's like the Drake, Drake version of a quarterback. Yeah, dude. yeah like he <laughs> wears those ridiculous sweaters or whatever. Like dude, I but still, like he's a guy you that could, you know, he's going to he's never giving his running back a 1-yard touchdown run ever. Oh yeah. Oh, he's, he's taking he's those. He's, he's taking those all day. All day every day. So that's I think those those quarterbacks there were pretty good value. Yeah. Like, again, Goff in the in the ten, in the seventh round is pretty good value. That's like solid those pick. three yeah. quarterback picks, I think were all pretty good. Like yeah. I did not think that was how that was going to shake down. Yeah. So that was pretty good. I'm by happy everybody. picking up uh, Roethlisberger in the eighth. Yeah, dude, yeah. Roethlisberger Same thing. was the yeah. the fourth or fifth running uh, quarterback last year. Now he lost Antonio Brown, but I feel like he's he's still got a you know I think he's going to be a top six top top seven quarterback. I'm I'm right clicking Devin Singletary. <laughs> To find out who he is. To find out who the hell he is. <laughs> Looks like he plays for Florida Atlantic. No, this is a guy, though. Seriously, though. this Like, McGinnis taking this guy. I mean, I'm sure he's going to be, like, the next, like, PPRF buddy or something. We got the but first. again, like, the Bills, I don't know. The Bills could be pretty bad. But if this guy is going to get a bunch of checkdowns, yeah. McGinnis probably knows about that. I mean, so I could see this working out for him because he usually makes one pick like this per draft yeah. where he knows something that the rest of the league doesn't know. So he must have been targeting him and, you know. Good luck to we him. I'm the, sure it'll work the out. First de- the first defense taken, middle of the eighth round. Uh, Nick takes Chicago defense. Um, yeah. Whatever. I mean, yeah, two whatever. schools of thought, right? Take a good defense and plug them in or p- play week to week. I played week to week. I played week to week last year. Yeah, I think the week to week is probably and better than the eighth round defense. Being on the, on the West Coast, being three hours behind everybody. You know, getting up three hours later than everybody to hit that waiver wire or the uh, free agent pool. Yeah. It sucks. I, I understand why he did that. Steph took Larry Fitzgerald. Can we talk about A.J. Green, though? The A.J. Green totally. fell to the eighth round. He's injured, man. He's hurt for weeks, and he's on a bad team. I mean, I guess. Does he still have the ginger. The ginger. Oh, yeah. The, the red rocket. The red rocket. The red rocket. <laughs> yeah. He was going in rounds two and three. In prior drafts, I mean, so the fact that he's oh, fallen yeah. to the eighth round. Yeah, well, so is Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, right. Like, but but again, if you look like at it, the other guys Andy could have had, Will Fuller, the fifth. It looks like there's four more Will Fullers older than Will Fuller, the fifth. Mm-hmm. Christian Kirk. Is yeah. he Joel's friend from Columbus? I'm just kidding. Uh, Dude, you know who I was uh, kind of annoyed slash upset that yeah. was taken was Matt Breida early in the, in the ninth round. I think that was a really solid choice. Followed up by Darius. Yeah, Geis. Geis. Yeah, yeah. That he I think was, was also yeah. another solid pick. Those that was, are the two those guys. Those are good I was picks. Targeting. Those have yeah, Darius Geis has a good upside. Steph got Kamara a couple years ago in late rounds. Maybe this is her yeah. next Kamara pick. I did like yeah, I the Legatron pick by uh, by Grib in the ninth because I would I was going to take him around there. Mohamed Sanu still playing, man. Yeah, he's garbage. <laughs> I have I hate him. He sucks. Um. But again, again, you're looking at like I guess I could have taken Dante Moncrief, which 
Yeah. He sucks too, but yeah. maybe he's like wide receiver two or three now instead in Pittsburgh. So probably another solid pick by B-Mac. Oh, yeah, I think he's, he's wide receiver number two. Uh, Jordan Howard seems like a decent pick there. I don't know why he fell that far. Are there a ton of running backs in Philly? I don't think so. No, I think it was a solid choice. And I think at this point in the in the draft, you're just looking at your your cheat sheets. You're looking at your rankings. Yeah, and you're looking to get lucky, get some yeah. get a guy that's got some upside. Yeah. I think the Moncrief pick like, could be a couple of good possible upside. In Chicago. He didn't do too well last year with Tariq Cohen there, and and now he he moves on to yeah. Philadelphia. I think he. I think he Cleveland D, baby. Talk to me about the Cleveland D. Dude. Do you love the D? So this pick was, uh, I had two reasons for doing this pick. The first the first reason was, like I said last year, I, I played week to week on defense, and uh, it sucks, man. <laughs> well, the Browns got, are going to get a lot of sacks, potentially. Here's the thing. They create turnovers. Here's the thing. I watched one preseason game watch the Tampa game. I watched the Tampa game. <laughs> that looked pretty like, good. Oh, my God. Right. I don't know if they're going to get five sacks a game. Totally. I don't expect that, but. Yeah, I wanted a reason. I mean, I've I've never been a Browns fan. I've had to watch the Browns on a on a weekly basis with Steph. I've never been a Browns fan, so I, I wanted a reason to root for the Browns. Right, this is a good reason. This is a good reason to root for the Browns. Yeah. right? and so after winning your first fantasy football championship, you can kind of right. Put you've that got aside a, a you've got a three year grace period yeah. to do whatever the f you want now. Yeah, and not take any crap. And from I've anybody. still got Ben Roethlisberger. Right. You know, you know he's going to play the the Browns. What do they play twice a year? Yeah, twice a year. Yeah. I was persuaded by the one the one game against Tampa where they butt effed uh, Jameis Winston. Famous Jameis, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to give McGinnis more credit, which I hate doing. But again, this Mark Marquez Valdez Scantling thing was a good solid pick there. Yeah. Again, just smart drafting, late round upside guys. Good job. So uh, was this first first round uh, round ten first kicker taken, or did we already have a kicker? No, no, taken? we had Legatron, and then and then Justin Tucker was oh, taken, right and my bad. Which is fine. By this time, I honestly don't care if people take kickers, defenses, no, like kickers, whatever. Defenses, you're they're, getting they're, the you're position guys are suck anyway, yep. right? Yep. Who cares? Yep. They start defenses started going. I'm gonna see if there's any other guys that are interesting in the last couple rounds. Yeah. McCoy, Shady McCoy, again. Backing up Damian Williams. He's he got cut. I don't know who he's gonna play with. He's I'm, playing with uh, Kansas City. He got picked up by Kansas oh, City. Oh, Shady got picked up by yeah. Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't he's know that. Take a lot of those goal line looks. Yeah, but I mean, that's a guy. That one I feel like is more a hail mary pick. But again, in round twelve, like that's what you're doing. Yeah, that's what you're doing, man. That's what you're doing. Um, so I can see that. Disappointed with Tyler taking Kareem Hunt in the thirteenth. That, that was I was targeting him. Uh, yeah, I, that, I can see why to... he was drafted. I just think yeah. that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to stash him a long time. Now I don't well, know when like bye weeks start. Four to six weeks, I think he's, he had. No, he's out for he's out since like, to like week ten, isn't he? He's like suspended he like, like eight games. He but he's suspended uh, for like eight or nine weeks. I thought he suspended for four games. Nah, he uh, did sp- Golden Tate in the last round, I feel like, was a solid choice. That's a uh, yeah, he's that's for four again weeks. he's suspended too. But yeah, that's not a bad pick. Yeah. Who else? Who else? Uh, I want to know who T.J. Hawkinson is. <laughs> did he go to Notre Dame? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Deshaun Jackson came out of retirement to get picked up by Pete's team. Uh, D.K. Metcalf. I think that's a. Uh, I know he got I a lot was, of draft buzz. I was, I was looking at him too. That guy is massive. Tom Brady, I think, is still rosterable as a quarterback. And then did somebody Eric, draft Tom Brady? Uh, ben took him second to last pick. And then Eric wrapping up, closing closing the deal uh, down yeah, with yeah. his boy Hollywood Higgins. Which there you go. whatever. Yeah, he's probably rosterable too. If I mean, if something happens to receiver, OBJ is uh, injury prone. You know. Yeah. 
So overall, let's, let's look at the teams here. So who had the best draft? Let's go into uh, uh, where can I go get teams? I'm going into League? draft grades. Oh, draft grades. Draft grades. I got a C plus. Heck yeah, man. So looks like you, I got a B. Year after year, I feel like they rate McGinnis as the highest. Oh, B B Matt got an A plus. I want to know why. Let's see why. Saquon. Well, no shit. Okay, fine. Yeah. So he's got Saquon. They gave him lots of props for the shady McCoy pick. Yeah. No, McGinnis drafts well. I I would actually say this year is maybe one of his better drafts as well. I think the last year or two, he hasn't had that key guy. Mm -hmm. Like he had, he got on Landry actually before everybody else did when he was in Miami. Yeah. Um. He's kind of been had a couple years where he kind of lacked that, but it looks like yeah he got an A plus, which Devin Singletary. Yeah. <laughs> They're like giving him a little crap on that, but let's talk about. Uh, let's see who's oh Fuzzy Duck got a D plus. I didn't even so I gave all, Eric all that crap. Fuzzy Duck got a C plus. The D plus. Ziggler's rocking uh, three tight ends this year. Is that Ziggler? Yeah. Why three, is he three drafting tight three tight ends? I have no idea, man. It, that was only done one time before by Aaron Seven. Congrats, Andy. You're in good company. <laughs> Everybody else is kind of in that in that. B range basically. Yeah, I mean, who's who's your front runner this season? I really uh, think well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think the the people with keepers have a huge a huge leg up. I mean, Yahoo loves McGinnis. McGinnis has a good team. Jared Goff is a solid quarterback. He, yeah, I think he, that's he probably what Saquon. He's got Tyree. That value Stephon is really good. Diggs. He's got a, one of the Rams receivers too. Robert so Woods. He's yeah. kind of in on the Rams. Yeah, which there's worse teams to be in on. I would rather take those guys than. Mm -hmm. The crappy, like, the, well, he got, like, well, I think he got Philip Lindsay, too, which is a guy that's, like, on a bad team, but still the guy. So, looks like we got to give McGinnis some props, man. I mean. All right. So, uh, let's talk just briefly overall impressions of the draft. Uh, let's let's talk about managers or teams or uh, insights that you've gained from, you know, did Ben draft his entire team sitting on the toilet? Maybe. Maybe. I'm just looking at the matchups page too. It looks like most of the matchups are going to be pretty tight. McGinnis has 143 projected points, Ooh, which is I've by far Steph the most. In the, first, in the first week, man. Oh, it's McGinnis Tyler as well. Let's I see. Steph in the first week. Yeah, it looks like. I mean, McGinnis has a good, solid starting starting lineup, man. He's got a lot of guys with with a lot of projected points. Mm -hmm. Maybe Tyler Boyd is the best receiver in Cincinnati. I guess so. Who's the team to beat this year? Looks like it's Brian, man. I think I think maybe Brian, I think Ziggler has a solid team. Yeah, Zig's got I mean with Mahomes and McCaffrey, he's got uh he's got a Murray. He might be a bit yeah. he might be a bit top heavy. Yeah. Uh, let's look at his team here. He's playing Andy. Amari Cooper, Josh. It's Andy, Gordon. it's the battle of the Andes. Yeah, Amari Cooper He's gonna don't love him. Yeah. If one of those top two or three guys struggles this year or goes down with an injury, he's effed. I mean, I like Andy's team to be honest too. Um, I think he's got a lot of solid guys. The Williams uh, pick was good. Juju Lockett, James White, like he's got a lot of guys that are going to be consistent, consistent targets. And um, I, I usually like fantasy teams like that where you've got guys that are going to get, you know, that aren't boomer bust guys really. Mm -hmm. So. That looks good. Let's look at your matchup, man. You got the Hun. We got Andy matchup of the Andes. We got the Hun inner Hun matchup. Looks yeah, like one point, less than a point, separates you. I like my chances. I do. I think Gurley's going to get more than seventeen points this game. 
I think is going to come out um, and do pretty well. I'm scared of Kamara. Let's say well, he's yeah, projected at 23 Kamara's points. Kamara's stud, yeah. That's, um, he's at home. So we'll see, man. Well, the good news is you've got a reason to watch Thursday night because you've got true, Faden Rogers and D. Montgomery. Let me ask you this and question. Crosby. This has nothing to do with the draft, but would you rather – do you like to root for people to score on Monday night or root for against people scoring? Uh, I don't care. Either like rooting against. If there's an interest them? either way, I don't really care. Really? Whether it's my guy or the opponent's guy. I prefer to. You prefer to root for your own guy. I, I prefer to have guys play later in the day, as late as possible in the day. Yeah. You know? It is. It's It sucks to like have to fade a guy. Yeah. Because if you know if your guy gets enough points, then you're done. Mm-hmm. Rather Versus like fading the entire game and waiting for like the stupid, you know, when it's, they're down two touchdowns and there's a two minute drill at the end of the game and you've got it like they're check downing to the tight end and you're like, Oh gosh, this is going <laughs> to swing my week. But yeah, I don't really care either way. Yeah. Um, I like having guys in those games though, because they're easier to watch because kids are in bed and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch the Browns, but it's hard to watch the Browns and a four o'clock game without, Taking serious withdrawals from the yeah relation serious, family relationship account. Yeah. So I do like to, and you know the Browns are going to be on prime time a lot this year, so that'll yeah. be fun. Predictions for the season. Let's hear them. who's going to win this year. Let's see. I don't know. I got. I mean, I haven't looked at everybody's teams. I like, I like your team. I like Andy Hun's team. I mean, obviously, we've already said McGinnis's team is probably the best team on paper. I'm going to say Andy Hun gets hot. Andy Hun. Andy Hun reestablishes the dynasty that he it's been a while since he won that he right? right that he used to that he used to have. He's gonna yeah. take it back to the glory days and win. Uh, who's gets, gonna win the Pinto? I was gonna say who's flicking the bean. Ben. Ben. <laughs> he barely avoided it last year, right? Yeah, Ben. Tyler got it. I ben, hope that, Nick, Tyler. I hope that. Uh, wait, no. Did Tyler get it last year? No, Eric got it last well, year. Well, we we we've Eric yet to it. really decide whether or not it's... No, we sent the bean home with Aaron and Adrian. They should have given that to Eric. It's not the regular season anymore. It's like no. the loser of the first week of it, the playoffs. It's Yeah. I think that's what it is. Because Tyler lost regular season, but he beat Eric in the... Just, just so it's said, I feel like the, the bean should be given to somebody who consistently sucks over multiple weeks. Not who gets unlucky in a one-on-one matchup. That's why I think it should be the last person in the regular season. I'd rather see This Eric's, isn't a playoff I'd, system. I'd rather see Eric's name on the The playoffs topic. are for the winners, just like sprinkles. Like Flo says on the progressive commercials, sprinkles f- sprinkles are for winners. <laughs> playoffs are for winners. It, the There are no loser playoffs. That's a fake made-up thing by Yahoo. It's stupid. <laughs> what they should do is give the bean to the worst team in the league. That also keeps people from tanking weeks at the end. Because if they know they're going to get in a playoff week and they can, you know, all I've got to do is worry about that first playoff week so I can avoid the Pinto, as opposed to putting the work in, John, every week. Well, you got to check that, the waiver wire. If you're two and if six, that's, if that's you the check case, the then, waiver wire. If that's the case, then why don't we play uh, cumulative? Why do we have a playoffs? Because no, you got to play, you got to be like three my, guys, but, whatever. My point that. is that it's different. There is a playoff bracket for the winners, which I endorse. There's a playoff system to determine the champion. But for the loser, you shouldn't get to get bailed out if a team's Owen, let's say Owen thirteen, extreme example. They play that game and they win it. They're one and thirteen and they avoid the pinto. I think that's wrong. 
<laughs> that's fundamentally wrong way to run the league. I think if you suck all year, you get the Pinto, period. I feel like I was 1-13 in one year. Yeah, and you should have got the Pinto, whatever. Like I did. Yeah. My name's on that trophy. Yeah, I I'd know. like to see Eric's name on that trophy. I mean, if you suck all... You got you to gotta week-to-week grind out weeks. Also, That's how you the avoid thing. the Pinto. If Tyler truly did win that trophy, and I feel like people should put their... Voice their opinion in the in the group me thread. Uh, if Tyler truly did win that trophy, is he going to take it? Because he won that a couple of years ago, or last year, and he did not have that trophy in his house all year. Well, nobody has any of the trophies. Like, Eric, like, I think, has that trophy right now. We gave it to Aaron at your party and told her to give it to him. Pinto? I've got, yeah. I've got the, the... We just had it at the party. Eric has it now. I, I, if it I think needs first to go to all, Tyler... I don't know. I think, first of all, yeah, it needs to go to the person who sucks in the regular season. Then it needs to go to Tyler. And he needs to accept it because la- uh, a year or two ago, he would not take it. Well, we need a commissioner final ruling on this. I That's think I think everybody... I'm not going to get what I want in this ruling, but I need it to be clear. Yeah. Uh, we need some leadership. So, McGinnis, while you're busy drinking your uh, Oberons and toasting your A-plus draft, why don't you f- take some time? Games why don't you take some time? Yeah, and go into the Mountaineer or whatever. And, and then, get, and then <laughs> by the way, we can't hang out twice a year when we go to the Jack. Okay. <laughs> so so take some time and figure out what the Pinto, how you earn the Pinto. And that's we need to hear back from you. Yeah. Are, are we over time? We out? I don't know. You gotcha. say horse shit over under... I think four and I a half think, times. Uh, Ziggler wins this year. I think McCaffrey and Mahomes carry him to the title. And I like the pick of Ben losing. I'm going to go with that as well. Ben has a suspect team. Joe Mixon, Ezekiel Elliott. Will Ezekiel Elliott play this year? Uh, Probably. What else, man? Anything else? Uh, hold on while I put Sterling Shepard into my starting lineup this week because Melvin Gordon's not playing. Oh, that sucks. All right, Nick, I'm coming for you, bro. Get the Astro Glide out. It's gonna be it's gonna be a nice, easy, easy, entrance. easy entrance. <laughs> Get yourself ready. That's interesting. I was gonna say the same thing to staff. All right, dude. Thanks for doing this, guys. This podcast was made possible because John was a good friend, and he made it happen. So I dude, just want I want you to know that this. I feel is, like we need to take a picture of this setup. And yeah, like, this is a good setup. He's got some real recording stuff going on right now. I mean, it's what I do. This ain't no Skype bullshit like a couple other guys. <laughs> a couple other slaps. Photo this shit in. <laughs> you don't Our, hear no dog snoring in this podcast. That's right. <laughs> All you hear is my hot, uh, my annoying hot takes. All right, dudes yeah, dude. and Steph. All right. Best of luck. Uh, this league is a solid league. I'm happy to be a part of it. Are we? Do we want somebody to do a podcast after week one? Are we going to get burnt out on podcasts if somebody does? I it think after it's just one? up to people to do it if they want to. All right, let's put this out and we'll let's, see, out. let's see where it goes. We'll see who does it next. That's right. All right, son. All right, G- GP. Yeah. Are you with me? <laughs> We're out, man. All right. See you.